guys, I'm Ash. And I'm Pete. We're two friends with a combo of seven kids ranging from toddlers to 20s and two crazy husbands. Our paths were not easy. With childhood battle wounds, divorce, second marriages and all, we somehow found each other. And together we talk real life, laugh, cry, and figure out how to survive the day. Music is by Dustful Champion. To hear Dustful Champion's newest hits, search Dustful Champion on Spotify. Hey guys, it's Ash and Pete. Hey. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know either. Someone. Oh, I think it's my husband. Oh, yeah. Did you just hear him? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think he's plugging his phone. I was going to say he must be charging his phone. Yeah, he was watching too many TikToks. Um, I know. I think I have like girls to him. Yeah. I know. He's yeah. horrible. Um, okay, so, Ash. Yes. You were gone for so long. We came back last week. Yes. Hallelujah. You came back. I know. So nice to be back. Although I had a great time with Molly. Um, I know. She's so funny. She's hilarious. Um, it was great to have you back. Thank you. It was good to be back. I missed it. I feel like you met, you missed like everything. Yeah. So much. I know. I know. So much. I was so sad. I can't believe I missed Chi-Chi's birthday. I know. That was sad. She'll be fine. I know. She's so cute. Um, and, uh, and I feel like we have a lot to catch up on. And so last episode, we just talked about kind of like the recap of the mm-hmm. shows while you were gone. Yeah. But the viewers really, our viewers, our listeners? Yeah, listeners. <laughs> okay. Our really quick. Okay. Our I listened to a podcast about Scientology with Leah Remy. And she says that all the time. And she, yeah. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm just not used to this. I don't know. <laughs> So it's funny that you say that. The listeners um, don't really know why you were gone. And I feel like, well, here's the thing. These last few months have been hard yes. on both of our families. Yes. I thought we were going to start in the beginning. Yes. Okay. That Is means that... you want me to start. I thought we were. I thought we <laughs> no, were. No, we totally can't. No, we totally I, can't. I mean, we don't have to. No, I just totally can't. Because, because it happened first. Yes. So, um, for those of you, I mean, okay, let's even back the truck up and let's go 2020. Oh gosh. Okay. Okay. Because I just was, I was, I had to pull up a photo for, um, I was trying to find a photo for my brother's fiance Mm -hmm. and I went, you know, looking through photos and photos and photos on my phone and. I'm horrible. I have like 15,000 photos right. on my I, phone. I'm bad too. And, um, and so I'm looking through the photos and, um, and I, I come across a photo from 2020, which feels like freaking forever. It really does. Ago. It really does. And mind you, my husband tried to say he was two years younger than he is the other day. And like I said, well, no, you're going to be. And he's like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, yes, you are. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, I realize we lost two years. Yeah. 
but life has happened in two years. Yeah. Like you didn't stop you didn't aging. Freeze. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't get two leap years. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know what happened no, to you. I'm just saying I have birthdays. Yeah. Um, so he, it's just, I feel like COVID has created this time warp. Mm-hmm. Like it's been crazy. It has. Right? So um, I guess for us today, it's kind of our, our journey of family things that have happened in these yeah. last two years that most of you know about our, in, our intimate family, our, our children and our husbands right. and the changes that we've kind of gone through. But there are other changes in the family that have right. been made that are things that we have had to recently take a step back from our podcast, take right. a step back from our jobs. I mean, it's taken time and it's consumed our life because that's what you do when you have family. Yeah. You know, and I think you and I are both very similar in the sense that we are, we're doers. Yeah. And when there's a need or there's a, something that has to be done, we're going to just do it. We're yeah. going to step up and do it because that's just what we are. We're not going to wait for someone to ask, ask for it us. to be done or yeah. say it needs to be done. Yeah. yeah. We're just going to say, I can go ahead and handle that. I can right. do that and I will do that. Yeah. And then it's a less burden on the other person. Right. Um, so if we back it up to 2020, um, which I can't even believe it's going to be two I years. can't believe that either. It really feels like yesterday. Uh, it's that's crazy yeah. to me. Um, so I know I'm going to try. Sorry, it's going to be a rough issue. one. You this guys is, just this is going to be a rough episode. Um, so 2020 first of the year started out freaking off the charts with a bang. Um, we like, was that the year that we, did we get a cabin in December of 19 for Christmas and like do our little Christmas up in, in Shaver? I think so. I feel like it. Yeah. I feel like we yeah. did. Yeah. And I feel like work wise and life, I feel like 2020 started out very strong. Yeah. Our economy seemed strong. Yeah. Things seemed really good. Right. You know? I agree. Um, and then, and then things got iffy, mm -hmm. the starting in like end of February right. into early March and then the world shut down. Yeah. And COVID today, I think is a little different than the COVID two years ago. Yes, I agree. And when you don't know what the hell yeah, COVID is. Yeah. Complete unknowns. And it's scary. Mm -hmm. And when you, when your government is shutting everything down. Yeah. It's like, what is happening? What is happening to our world? Right. I mean, I honestly felt like we were in a third world country and we weren't going to be able to leave our homes and yeah. we're trying to stockpile rice and yeah. things that can last. And it was scary. Yes, right? it was. And that started mid-March 
It was like mm-hmm. right after, I feel like it was right after Tony's birthday. It was. Um, and then, um, and then we get into April and, you know, we hadn't really seen friends, family, anything because everyone was in lockdown. Right. And we were like, we would see each other and yeah. feel like we had a sneak. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like we were breaking all the we rules. We were breaking the law and yeah. we saw each other. Yeah. And what if you were on the road and they pulled you over and they did? I mean, it was like, we, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Yeah, I crazy. always carried my work badge with me because it would be an excuse for me. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, mm-hmm. right? You were considered an essential worker, so you could yeah. actually leave the house, you know, and it would be okay. You know, I mean, crazy times. Yeah. Um, and in April, so just over a month into COVID craziness, um, my husband lost his sister and not to COVID, not to COVID, but, um, she passed away and she was very, very young. And, um, And she was, she wasn't, she wasn't healthy. And so we knew that that was probably, um, a likelihood that we would lose her early because of her health, but you're never really like, I'm ready for someone to die. And it it did come very unexpectedly. Yes. She wasn't well, but but it wasn't at that point where you guys knew. No, it was the end. No, no. Um, and, um, and he, uh, and she had a daughter and she was, uh, going through a separation divorce and all that stuff. And so she has a daughter and her daughter is, um, our niece is not even 18. Right. And, um, so it was a tough death. Mm-hmm. And his niece came and lived with us and graduated online from school. This is her senior year, right? She's on lockdown at the end of her, yeah, at the end of her senior year, um, her mom passes and it was really, really sad and it was a really hard time and it was hard, I think. Gosh, I mean, it's hard for me to see him, to see my husband the way I had to see him. Yeah. I think it was hard because they are a very small and tight family. Mm -hmm. And this was the first, I mean, number one, it's a sibling. It's a daughter. Right. And, you know, she's young, not even 50 years old, you know. And, um... And I think because they are such a smaller family, I just, my heart broke. Yeah. And she was for so long, she was the, she was the oldest. So she was such a leader of the family Mm -hmm. in so many ways that I think it's like everybody had to pick up something that maybe for her would have seemed more natural. Yeah. And everyone would have followed her lead. On things yeah and she wasn't there to do that everyone had to do that for her and 
that was a really hard, dark time. And I will say this. It is not that you want anything to ever happen badly. I mean, we couldn't even have a, we couldn't even have a funeral I know. because of COVID. Yeah. As shitty. I mean, it was so shitty. Right. It was just awful. Yeah. And, and at the same time, you know, there are some times where you just where where you're going through things and you're thinking, do I really want to see people? Or maybe I do want to see people. I don't know. Um, I'm grateful that we had you guys close to us and we could like escape for a moment at the end of the day when it was a long day and just laugh or just talk and talk things out. Um, We had friends that we had had that were casual friends that stepped up and like came in and became these little angels and really rekindled this friendship that yeah, it was amazing because they just wanted to be there. And yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll say this, um, whoever reaches their handout, you know, never turn it away. Yeah. You know, yeah. always accept it because you just never know how far that is going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we, um, we went through having a, um, even older teenager live with us. So we had to grieve, we had to act, we had to move, we had to do things. And I, I never felt like it was anything more than what needed to be done. But at the same time, I feel like there was a lot of moving parts you know, and, and my daughter wasn't doing so well at the time. Right. And it was starting, COVID was starting to really hit her. And then having these things happen was kind of hitting her. Right. And I think that a lot of the fear in the very beginning has stuck with some of our youth today. Some of our people, I'll say some people today. Yeah. I mean, I look at my daughter now and I mean, Tristan, pretty much always wears a mask everywhere. And it's not, and and I'm not, I'm not dissing that. I'm just saying that it's like, I feel like it comes out of a fear point. Right. Yeah. And I worry that where does that stop and how do I get that to like, how do I get her to not be so fearful? Right. And to just live her life and, know that things are going to happen and COVID's going to happen and death is going to happen and things are going to happen. And we just have to live the best life that we can. Right. I don't know that there's an easy way because um, I think they're already in such at that age, they're already in such a delicate state as far as, their understanding of life, where they feel they belong and fit in, and those types of things, you know, that age is a hard age. And then for everything that happened with, you know, in their lives. And I think, I think we've said this before. Um, I don't know if we had exactly, but I know we've talked about it, that for us, it didn't feel like 
it had really changed a lot of things because yeah. we were still working. Like, yes. so maybe you worked from home, but you were still working, you know, it didn't seem like a lot was changing, but it really did change a lot for our kids. And for that to be such. Yes. And for me, I will say this with working from home, I had one, I had, I mean, Danny wasn't even a year old yet. Yeah. So being able, and, and even though daycare pretty much stayed open for the most part, but there was a point where it did close for a bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of just took it as like a point of like being able to see my kids more and spend time and try to balance. And at the same time, there was so much going on with work, but not, not to where I couldn't do what I needed to get done from home because we weren't meeting in person and we were, we were so busy scrambling on how to adapt to what we were going through and where, and remember in the beginning, it was like, this is going to be two weeks. Yeah. This is going to be another two weeks. Okay. We're going to extend it for a month. And we're like, Oh shit. We're going to be on lockdown for a a whole more, like one more month, yeah. you know? And, and so it was like, they gradually, gradually gave us updates on how mm-hmm. long they were going to lock us down. Yeah. And so we didn't know, but we thought it was going to be like, they could not go on with this. Right. right. Is what we're thinking like everything's going to like, we're going to slow the spread yeah. and then everything's going to go back to normal in the summer because who gets the flu in the summer is kind of what I think most of us kind of thought. Yeah. And yeah. then, <laughs> yeah. And then it just never went away. I mean, luckily they opened things up slowly. Yes. Um, but here we are almost two years later. I mean, that is like, that's out of a movie to me. Yeah. Like mind blown that that would ever freaking happen. Yeah. It is crazy. So on top of, you know, and on top of everything, and I really feel bad for anyone and everyone who lost someone during COVID. I know. I know. It's to, awful to not, like you had mentioned, you guys weren't able to have a service for her. And I know there was, like an intimacy about it that I think was good for your family. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially because you guys, you know, that side of the family, you guys are so small and you guys are like so close, you know, you guys talk often like communication between you all is very consistent. It's not like you guys go long periods of time. So I think that was nice. Um, It was sad for us because, you know, like wanting to be there. And I know she doesn't care anymore, but being able to show her like she was important. She was special. You know what I mean? Um, And so I think that's hard, too, because although there were some good points in it being small, it's also that thing where you feel like, you didn't really get to celebrate her well, the way and, that you normally would. And, and and I'll tell you, even with recent things that have happened, it's like you look back because we always thought we would have something later. Yeah. And then, 
I mean, COVID never went away for us to have anything. Right. Um, but you feel this guilt of, did I like do a disservice? I don't want it to seem like we didn't like grieve her and mourn her and also want to want to celebrate the life that she had. Right. Right. And that was, that was tough. And I think to the, to even recent events that have, things have been said where you're like, gosh, you know, we never got that. Right. We never got to have that. We never got to have her friends come from old jobs and old work right. and old schoolmates and say, what a memory they had of something, yeah, you know, and that is hard. It is because to like thinking of it, you know, because obviously she lived here, um, in our town, but they grew up a couple hours away. Right. And so all of her friends from back home too. well, I mean, and even the friends here, it is almost like, is there really closure? You know what I mean? Like without, not that everybody has to go to a funeral to feel closure, but it's like, you know, when you're going through those steps of the grieving process, it is like a time to say goodbye, right? you know? And so I think it messes with people in that way too. And it's, it's so horrible. And I think that like, Gosh, I mean, there are so many things. It's hard. It's hard not to go into depth about it because I feel like when he lost his sister, I mean, I think he lost being the baby of the family. Yeah. In a lot of ways. And I think that he just like, for so long was the baby of the family of all the siblings. Right. And I think he, I mean, we were the ones that, that knew first. Um, yeah. You know, you guys our niece to go. called and we had to be down there and we lived in town. So that would be, you know, but, um, you to know, have to call your parents. And yeah. It, that it, is, it, it was tough. It was tough on him. It was tough for me to see him go through that. It was tough for me to be right next to him and do that, you know, yeah. with him. And I tried to do my best as a wife to um, shield, I guess, him and his family from anything that was, that I could take care of. Anything I could take care of, I was going to take care of. If if I can do it, let me do it. So you don't have to have that burden. So you don't have to mess with that. And you can just focus on you and your family. Right. And it was, it was so, it was, it was so hard to see them go through that. And, and I'll tell you that there's, well, there's two things. One is, um, I, I hate, and this is, we were just talking about this this weekend. It's like, what happens when someone has died in the last two years? The first thing people say is, was it COVID? COVID. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, there are there have been COVID deaths. I'm right. Not, I'm not 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 uh, dismissing that at all. But it's like it's tough because that's the first thing everyone thinks of. Yeah. And you're like, no. Yeah. There's other things out there. Yeah. There's other situations that happen. And then it's hard too, because like, if you say no, are people waiting for your response of what it was? And then do you feel, you know, like for her obligated to share everything? Yeah. Yeah. And the health of someone and their whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. So, um, so his family and and my husband's family is not a very big family. You yeah. know, there's four siblings and his parents. And his parents moved out from from like another state mm-hmm. back when back when his oldest sister was like little, you know. So yeah. I mean there here in in California there's not very many of them, he, you know. There's a few cousins and that kind yeah. of thing but it there is not a whole lot of family not like me where i have like you know everyone yeah there's yeah nine of us and my parents aunts and my and, grandparents and yeah. my aunts and my uncles and my and then my grandpa's brothers and sisters who are my second right. aunts and uncles and they all live right here within the in the two mile you know or two hour radius and it's just it's not like that it's yeah a, it's different And so I think for something to happen like this really hit hard. Mm -hmm. Well, then we fast forward to um, this last year or 2021. Yeah. And we are, I guess it's almost like you start to like, okay, like this is the real reality of when we get together, like, there's always just going to be something missing there, yeah. right? She's always going to be missing from that point. And, um, and my husband lost his mom in November yeah. of this year. And, um, and I think that she was, she was not very health. She had had, health issues. However, this came on very quickly yeah. and very suddenly. Um, and it, you know what? Five years ago, I would have said, I don't know, you know, she's not doing well and whatever, but she was such a freaking fighter, right. you know, and she just kept fighting it. So there was, there was not a time even recently that I felt like this is, we may be, this is our last right. you know, something. She was, I mean, her body had to be so tired of just fighting, oh, just yeah. constantly fighting. Um, but, but he lost his mom and, um, which is why we missed some episodes. Right. And we were gone. Um, and I think it really broke my heart. And it's not that it did it with his sister dying because it did, and it did. It did so much more for. It broke my heart for her daughter. Yeah, because she had a young daughter. But it broke my heart for the family to lose 
such big key people. Yeah. In such a short time. Yeah. I mean, a year and a half of each other. That's a lot to go through in such a short time. Yeah. And we're not talking a distant relative. You know, we're talking a mother and a sister and it, um, it, it completely is like, I, I am, I'm the wife. So I'm the outsider in all reality. And I can't tell you how heartbroken I am when we are, we can enjoy ourselves and we have good times. And I, and don't get me wrong. His family is still, I mean, they're loving and they're, we get together and we have a great time with each other, but it is like the family shrunk into half of what it is so suddenly. And it is, it is hard because you see the holes and you see the gaps. And you just have to know that that's always going to be there. And I don't know what it's like to lose a parent. Yeah, um, I can't imagine. I, I can't. And I don't know what it's like to lose a, 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 a sibling or, or a, daughter. a daughter. A wife. Like, you know, and I, that breaks my heart, too, for John. You know, like, no parent should ever have to bury their child. So when that happened, it was like, it's just soul crushing right you know like right. how do how do they do it and then he loses her you know yes. they've been married for over 50 years yes and he loses her so it it, it and it's like you do have to go on but there are those holes and those are big huge holes, holes huge holes um we are bawling our eyes out. We have to take a quick break. <laughs> Hopefully we come back better. I know. I'll try to blow my nose. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey guys, we're back. Hey. I was looking at you, but I'm the one that says it, so that's <laughs> on me. Okay. Where, where were we? So know. we were talking about um, them being such big losses in their family in such a short amount of time. Yes. Um, but something also, too that I think um, people, like you said, you're, I don't know if you said this on or off, but I think I'm you said outsider. you're the outsider. Yeah. Um, and as the outsider and the doer, you put a lot of things on you. 
And, you know, when his sister passed away, a worry that myself and a couple of our friends had is that you, you were doing a lot. You were trying to keep, like you said, you were trying to shield the family from any additional hurt that you could. You were taking care of a lot of things. Obviously, you guys are the family that was in town and were able to take care of, you know, getting her moved out of her house and the um, yes. bringing her daughter yes. here and, and those types of things, yes. um, which obviously you guys were more than willing to do, but I feel like you didn't give yourself that time to grieve. And it was something that we did worry about. Like P is so focused on taking care of it, which is good. I mean, I, I know you are such a blessing to his family because you're, you do those things, you know, you step in and you take care of it. And I mean, they need that kind of thing, right? You know? But it is also hard to watch you because you, you also lost her, you know? Um, I mean, you knew her before you and Tony started dating. So it wasn't like you only knew her because of Tony. Right. You know, there was, there was a relationship prior to that. So, I mean, it, it was a loss for you too. And with you guys all being very close to each other. I mean, I, I just think that's something that, you know, for anyone who's listening and has gone through it and, or, you know, if you are, if you do go through in the future, something that I just think it's important for you, you know, say you're someone who's stepping in and you're taking care of the stuff you need to allow yourself to grieve too, because you have, you have to, you have to get it out. And I think for you, it was hard for you to do. You were so focused on other things. And I mean, for your emotional and mental health, you have to, you have to be able to let go. Well, I you would, know? I would be lying if I said that I didn't feel like part of grieving this last time for his mom I feel like a lot of it was both grieving for her too. Yeah, yeah. together. Yeah. I could see that. It it just kind of felt like every emotion, every feeling would bring up a feeling of of her Which too. Her. Yeah. You know, or if I missed something about her it was a lot of stuff that also had to do with his sister. Yeah. You know, and well, they were very similar. Yes. And I feel like, I just feel like losing them together so close was really, um, a big, it was, it was such a heartache and it was such a big loss that felt way too close. It felt way too close. Yeah. And, um, luckily I have the best, I mean, I have a great husband and he has a great family. 
And thank goodness. Yeah. You know, but they are an amazing family. They really are. Because they have allowed us all to share the grief, to share the moments, to share the memories, to be a part of and to help heal all of it. You know, and it really does take the whole family because everybody may grieve differently. Everybody may see things differently, but everyone has to learn how to manage, cope, deal, cry, be strong, all all of it, be be vulnerable, all of it together, you know, and um, and they've allowed that. And that's what's been wonderful. And and I was just telling um, Ashley off off air that um, <laughs> you know they um, you know I've only been with Tony for eleven years. Mm-hmm. That's not a lifetime. You know, right. it's not in 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 the in the whole scope of things. It's a short amount of time. Um, but. I've also fully invested, you know, these last 11 years and I truly, truly um, have learned so much from his family. We've talked a lot about our families growing up and although I love my mother, (laughs) I do. I love my mother. We grew up very different. Yeah. And not to say my husband's family was perfect. They weren't. They had things. Yeah. Everybody does. But there were so many things that I took and that I've taken and that I tried to implement in our family. Yeah. And so for the good, the bad, the ugly, the whatever, um, it's it's been it's been tough. And we had to step away for a few weeks um, at the end of last year to, you know, just really focus and be with the family. Yeah. And walk away from a lot and just say, we have to be with, you know, his dad. We have to his family. We have to, you know, get away or whatever. Um, And it's kind of hard sometimes when you're in those, in those times to want to, podcast and talk about life <laughs> when uh when you're just like god everything everything's is so hard yeah. and down yeah you feel somber right right and you don't want to but you just do you know? yeah i mean how could you not you know and i love the holidays and to go through this during the holidays was tough yeah you know yeah that I mean I remember the first holiday you guys had without his sister and it's like it's weird you know and then now you guys have two people missing and it's like you said it's not a distant relative these are immediate family members you know Um, and it is so important that you, 
you focus, you know, you do, you, you have to step away. You have to have that time. I was, you know, we've talked about it. I think, um, that I think it is so crazy that for, you know, like for work bereavement, you have, I mean, I know every company is different, but you have a few days off, right? It's like, like for my company, I have three days. Like I lost my mom and you're giving me three Three days days to get my life back together. Right. Yeah. It's like, it, it just is so mind boggling to me because how does anyone expect that to be the reality? Right. You know, because, you know, there are still obviously November to February is not a long period of time. And really it's November to January because it was so late in the month. Um, but it's like you, you still have those days, you know, where yeah. it hits you or like something happens and it's like, Oh gosh, you know? Well, and there's so much to losing someone. I mean, there's the grief, there's the sadness, there's the questioning, there's the everything. And then there's like the work, right? Which we can kind of get into later, but it's like, there's, there's things that have to be done when someone passes. Right. It's not just a funeral and, you know, wash your hands of it. Right. And you get to just go and you know, visit the cemetery or whatever. It's, it's, there's so many steps to getting to those places. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot. Yeah. And we're, we're learning and, and I say we, but in, in reality, I mean, gosh, his dad, you know, his dad is learning with the help of his sister. And it, it's just, there's so much to it, but he's learning to slowly, unfortunately, have to adapt to his reality. Right. Right. And I love my husband so much. And I see, I mean, I see so many for the good and the bad. I see so many similarities in him and his dad. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I think about like, period, being like, they they're they've been married over 50 years right you've spent how long with the same person every single day even on the days where you're like oh my god I could throw them off this mountain right now yeah that's been your person for that long yeah you've had babies you've had friends you've had family you've had in-law issues you've had moving you've had homes you've had cars you've you've had had jobs you've had health you've had had so a lifetime right and thank goodness you have those memories but at the same time for them to just for someone to be gone and you don't all of a sudden yeah that's tough that's i mean a huge adjustment huge it's it's hard to really wrap your brain around what it all means. Yeah. You know, like, I have told Jace before, like, 
I want to die first. Like, I don't want to have to deal with losing him, you know, like as much as I want to wring his neck, sometimes I like, I don't want to have to do that. Yeah. Um, and you just think like, okay, so you think about when you've lost someone, you know, the memories and how certain things are hard. But when you think about, you know, him losing his wife, it's like, really every day it's every minute yes you know like it's not well it's the uh and granted there were things where like oh my god his mom is crazy you know she's ordering food for them like there's (laughs) a family yeah Yeah. a family of six still and there's two of them yeah yeah. You know, and she hardly even has an appetite. What in the right. world? You know, right. you won't eat leftovers. So why would you order all this food? Why would you make all this food? But then it's like we go now and 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 he and he's he's doing good. He's doing yeah. good. But it's like there's the fridge is not full, <laughs> you know. And yeah. things are it's it's different. Things are different. Like an emptiness, probably. And right? it's that she's not there. She yeah. is missing. Yeah. And the adjustment of everyone, of they are no longer there. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. All I can say is, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm, I'm grateful that I have what I have. I'm, and I'm lucky enough to not have to have gone through this with my own parents, but I, I don't feel like it hurts any less Yeah. to go through it with his. Yeah. And, um, it's tough. It's tough to lose someone and it's really shitty during COVID. I feel like, but I feel like it just in general, it would be hard. Yeah. Um, that's how my year kind of ended. Yeah. And then your year started (laughs) and it just, it's like loss is hard. We, yeah. We've had a rough few months between the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. The, the last four months haven't been great for our families. No. Um, and I don't know. What are you going to tell everyone? Um. Well, so this January, I was just gallivanting across the country. (laughs) Um, So um, January 6th, I lost my grandpa. Um, Still not 100% sure what went on. Um, We'll have to wait until we get his death certificate, I think, really. But um, he... He'd kind of been going through a lot, like, um, with his breathing and medications and things like that. And, um, he 
wasn't obviously perfect, but it seemed like he had been getting better. Um, and so that was a really big shock. Um, so I think that was my first week that I missed, right? Yeah. So we had to go, um, he lived in Tennessee, so we had to go out there. Um, we were lucky because he had everything set up for his service and everything. He had already taken care of all of that. So we didn't have to do a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and so we at least didn't have that part, but oh gosh, he kept everything like every letter he got, every uh, magazine he got, every piece of mail he received, he kept it all. So trying to figure out, you know, you said it's not just the, the grieving, grieving and the, and the yeah. service. So, um, sorry. So it was a lot of trying to figure out, um, all of his accounts, all of, all of his bills. I mean, a, luckily a lot of it's on auto pay and he had already, um, like he had already had my mom on his bank account. She'd been on his account for a while. Like he, he set things up so that they would be easier, but it is still, there is still the, there's still a lot to it. Yeah. There is a lot of paperwork legality. And, and I'll say this, um, when his sister passed, she was very oh, well organized yeah. with things, had a lot of her ducks in a row, but there were still things, there were still a lot of things. And she had a, um, a minor at the time. She was not fully divorced at the time. There were a lot of things going on. Um, when his mom passed, which you think about, which I fully, I mean, think about this. If you, if you, if, if you listen to this podcast and you're thinking, God, these girls are just crying. This is just making me sad. And I don't want to think about losing my parents, but I'm going to say this, bring it back to you for just a second. When you are the matriarch and you are the woman of the house, yeah. a lot of times we take care of the bills. We take care of everything. We know all the paperwork. We know how to do, well, where we are with our taxes. We know where we are with our, our mortgage. We know where we are with our credit cards, with our right. PG&E, with our everything. Majority, not all, but majority of our husbands don't because mm -hmm. that's something that we take care of. Yeah. And, and some, in some situations, it's the opposite, but usually it's usually one. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, it's not both of you guys right. knowing that kind of stuff. So what one thing that I have taken away from all of this is I have to be as organized as possible yeah. to make sure my husband knows where everything is mm -hmm. and what everything is if something were to happen to me yeah. because 
I don't want him to go, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what we have. I don't know yeah. what that is. I don't know what bills we have. I don't know where any of that is. We, um, a while back did a, um, this is before, before any, we lost anyone. We were very adamant on, we need a living will and trust, and we need to put everything in writing and we need to have our life insurance is dialed in and we need to have everything dialed in. Yeah. And thank goodness we did because seeing what we've seen, it's even more predominant that those things are important and it doesn't cost a whole lot of money. Everybody thinks yeah. you have to have an attorney and it costs a ton of money to do all this stuff. And blah, blah, yeah. blah. it does it. It's a couple hundred dollars. And I'm telling you, you have to do it. And I have told my parents since and then every day these I mean I'm not kidding constantly these last two years you have to get this stuff done yeah please 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 don't leave this for me please don't leave this for me to figure out right because it's it's tough Mm -hmm. and I have there's nine of us and I have and I'm we have step siblings yeah Let's just worst case scenario say something happened to both of our parents. Right. Now you have, now you're having to figure out how to divide between nine kids and make everyone happy. Yeah. I mean, luckily I don't really care about making everyone happy, but I know, but but that is still a lot. It's still, it's a lot. That's a lot of heartache. That's a lot of stress. That's a lot of everything. And I'm telling you, as individuals, as people, as adults, have things ironed out. Have those tough conversations with your siblings, with someone, with your spouses. Do you want to be buried? Right. Do you want to be cremated? Do you care where you're buried? Do you want to be in a Catholic cemetery? Do you want to be in a specific cemetery in town? Do you want to be on our mantle? Where, what, what do you want? Yeah. Those are tough conversations people don't want to have. And then it's left to the family to figure out what the best scenario is. And when you're going through it's tough loss, it's tough to make those calls. Yeah. Because you also don't want to make the wrong call. Right. Right. Because did you not have a conversation about it? Because yeah. now what? You know, the other day I told Jason, I don't know if I've told you before, which I feel like I have. We've been together for quite some time and I swear my ID used to have it on it. But I was like, I want to be an organ donor. If I can be an organ donor, I want to be an organ donor. And he's like, no. And I'm like, no, no Jason, I'm not letting I... anyone take your organs. <laughs> well, I was like, I'm just kidding. Why do you even care? It's like, you're my wife. Your organs are going to be buried with you. I'm like, I don't want to be buried. I want to be cremated. And I, I know that. Yeah, I know that. We've had this conversation. What do you mean? No, no we're going to mix our ashes together. <laughs> He's like, fine. He's like, well, where do you want to go then? I'm like, just throw me on a mountain. Like I love the mountains. Just throw me on a mountain, whatever. And he's like, well, I'm just going to press you into a diamond. I'm like, fine, do that. I don't care. Just don't bury me somewhere. Yeah. And let my organs go to someone if they can, (laughs) like goodness, but you're right. And 
for so long. So that is something that Jason and I have um, put off. He's such a brat. Um, that is something that we have not really had a conversation about. I've talked um, to you guys about it. We've we've talked about <laughs> things, but we've not actually sat down and done anything about it. And it's selfish. It really is. Um, and I have to say that I've been selfish because those are hard things to think about. They are. And I don't want to think about I know. where my kids are going to go if we both die. You know? I know. And it's like, you know, we have our girls. But I don't want my girls to have to raise, raise my your, boys. Yeah. You know, I want my girls to have their life. Yeah. I, and I, not to say this in a mean way, but to be 23 years old and raising your teenage brother, that is a burden. I don't care what anyone says. Right. It completely changes your life. Right. And I don't want to do that to my kids, right. you know, but I need to have it in writing because what is going to happen, right. you know, um, I don't want my girls to feel obligated to do something like that. Um, but those are hard, hard things to think about. Mm -hmm. But it is selfish because, I mean, gosh, I love my grandpa so much. And he was a good man, but he thought so much about us. Yeah. He really did. He, he really made sure everything was in place. Um, so that it wouldn't be a burden. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I I do I do really believe it is something that we need to take care of. It is something that needs to be done. Um I don't want it to be where it's just, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? You know? Um and I'm and, and and that's why I bring it up because you said your grandpa really did a good job of having everything. Yeah. And even with that, even when they have things spelled out yeah. and it's left and it's you know where things are going, there's still a lot to be done. Yeah. He still his house is still there. <laughs> His stuff is still in it. I know. There are some things that we took, but we still have to take and you're just another few, trip. You're just a few states just away. Just a few states away. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, they're like, we, we went and we were able to bury him and we were able to get some things done that we needed to get done, like get some paperwork and bring some of the things that can't be left there yeah so for for our listeners <laughs> are ashley, you gonna spill my grandpa's beans <laughs> well no ashley so ashley flew there with her whole family and uh and then and then was was like basically snowed in couldn't work probably wasn't gonna be able to fly back out on the day that she was scheduled to fly back out because there was snow so they drove back from tennessee to California. Yeah. My my little brothers each so my grandpa um bought two cars. Um he did this with a lot of guns too. 
Um, so he bought one car and it was for my baby brother and he bought, well, the first car was for my younger brother. And then the next car was for my baby brother. Um, and so we drove those back and, um, had some things like maybe ammo and guns and things that you shouldn't leave in a home that's going to be vacant <laughs> for a few months, you know? So Ashley, how many guns do you think you guys brought back? I think Jason said somewhere around 70 or so. Oh my gosh. And a lot of ammo. A but, lot of ammo. But there's still more ammo. All of the guns are here. We couldn't obviously trust to leave the guns there. Um, but so if you need protection, we'll all, we'll all be at Ashley's. We actually have to take a quick break, really quick. We're going to come back. We're going to continue with this. Okay. We want to talk about Grandpa and the rest of this Ugh. last few weeks, month. Okay. Okay. Hey, guys, we're back. Okay. Hey. <laughs> okay. So um, we were just talking about Grandpa and you guys coming back with it carloads of <laughs> guns and ammo yes. um, from Tennessee, but um, grandpa did a really good job as far as like the, the nuts and bolts of paperwork yes. on getting you guys at least what he had set, like as far as what he wanted. Yes. Ultimately who he wanted to give it to. Right. And tried to plan out in advance for when he wasn't here. Yes. Yeah, he did. He, he was really good about that. And you have to tell everybody a little bit about grandpa because he has a good story. <laughs> and, and I just, and I have to tell you guys that although Ashley's grandpa lived in Tennessee, I absolutely love that you that he would stay with you. I know. I know. I like, I'm really thankful that my kids are older. Um, I'm thankful that they have memories. Yeah. It was, it was very hard on them. Um, especially Jackson. Jackson took it really, really hard. Um, so that part of it is tough. But I know they're going to have memories. Yeah. That my niece, well, my niece and my nephews will well, not have. Yeah. yeah. And so I am so thankful. And it's like, you know, the boys got more time with him than I did. Like my boys, my sons, because he would come for the summers and he would stay a few weeks and he would always stay with us. And, um, so the boys were home for summer and so they'd get to spend time with him all during day. the day. Yeah. They were with yeah. him during the day. So, you know, I'd be at work and I, I was gone for that time, but the boys would have time with them. Um, so I love that. I love that they'll have memories like that. Um, it's, it sucks. And it's something that we thought about with Jason's family recently too, um, like we were there and my brothers and I, and like our kids, uh, my kids, my brother's kids didn't get to go, but my boys, we went to, um, this battlefield, um, for the, like the civil war. Um, so we went there and Jackson was like, 
um, it really sucks that this is my first trip to Tennessee. And mm. it's like, mm. it broke my heart because yeah, it, it does suck. And it's like, I granted my grandpa was older and maybe they wouldn't have done, you know, like, so they weren't going to get on a boat with my grandpa, like my brothers would. Right. But my grandpa could still take them shooting and things like that, that he did with my brothers. Right. And those are things that my boys won't get. Those are memories they won't have, you know, that they could have, but we never made the time, you know, like, we've unfortunately not made it a priority financially to make those trips out and things like that. That's hard though. It is, but it, that's hard. That's, I mean, it, it's not like you can, it's not really drivable. I mean, it is drivable if you're going to take a week off, mm -hmm. but that is a long distance trip. It is. It is. And it, it is something that we. And it's and financially it is. It, that's it is a lot. It is a lot. But it's like, you know, loss puts that in perspective that yes. you don't know how much time you have left yes. with anyone, you mm -hmm. know. And so that's something that you know, Jason's family lives in South Dakota. And so that's something that we've talked about too. Like we have a family reunion coming up in South Dakota. So that'll be good because we'll get to see all of the family that we don't necessarily, you know, like when we've done the family reunion before it was in Colorado. So not all of the family came, you know, there was a good chunk of the family that came, but not all of them. So with it being in South Dakota this year, it'll be good because we'll get, to be with all the family because that's where they're from yeah yeah that's where all of so jason has one aunt that lives out of south dakota and one uncle the rest of like there's nine his mom and then eight siblings and of all of them only two of them don't live in south dakota so we'll get to be with everyone and those other siblings. Well, at least the uncle, he'll probably come to the reunion. Maybe not, but probably. Um, so that'll be good. But we're talking about like, okay, we, you know, like his parents are getting older. We really need to make sure that we're going out, you know, up and visiting. Yeah. Because we hadn't seen them since, the family reunion in Colorado, like four years ago or something, you know, it's like, that's a long time that's to long go without time. seeing. And I mean, that's Jason's parents moved when he, right after he graduated high school. So they moved they, back. Yeah. They moved back to South Dakota. So he's, that's, they've been there for a long time and he's been here for a long time, but, um, it's still, and especially as they're getting older, yeah. Like with our last visit with him, he's like, like he's worried, you know, because yeah. they are getting older. Yeah. So, well, and here's a, here's a catch to it. It may be cheaper for you guys to also just send them out, like do every other or something. 
It may be cheaper for you guys to pay for their flights out. I don't know because we have our two little sisters. You know? Oh, I forgot about them. Yeah. So. Yeah. So oh, it's just gosh. as many this flights. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, which I mean, we've driven it more than once and it's not. No, you have to just fly that. No, just... it it's only like 21 hours. Which I know you're looking at me like I'm a lunatic, but you know, we'll also drive. I won't even drive six hours to Vegas. Yeah, I know you're, you're bougie like that. No, it's not even bougie. It's just, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's less than one day. Tennessee was 30 hours. <sighs> so it's like 21 nothing, right? You're insane. I mean, we switch off. It's fine. I don't know. Believe it or not, it's cheaper to do it that way. Well, I I do believe it, even though our gas prices are almost $5. I know, but gallon. you get out of California, you're just, you'll be amazed at what those prices look like. Yeah. I know. So, yeah, but no, it, it does put things into perspective about spending time with yes. family and making yes. making that a priority. So, so you guys are in Tennessee for grandpa, which we have to get into like, I mean, the things that you have to clean up after someone passes, mm -hmm. those are the, those are the, um, unglorified moments that yes. you have with your family yes. that nobody tells you about, right? There's right. so much, yes. so many things, but before you guys even leave to, to Tennessee for grandpa's funeral. So before we leave to Tennessee, I think it's a day and a half later, my great uncle passes away. So my grandpa's uncle passes away. Um, and so we found out he was in really bad shape actually when my grandpa passed away. My mom had called um, we always say like her, my mom's cousin, cause they're closer in age, but it's really my grandpa's cousin. But so my mom had called because they're close and, um, she was telling my mom about how like he was on hospice and they had stopped doing like the IV foods and whatnot. And so it was like, Oh gosh, great. So we lost him. Um, he was living in Utah with his daughter. Um, his daughter had moved him and my great aunt. Um, they lived near us. They lived in Manteca. And so um, my aunt had fallen and um, my mom's cousin came and she was like, you guys are either going to have to be put in a home. Like you can't be at the house by yourselves anymore. You're either going to have to be put in a home or you guys are going to move to Utah and live with us. And so they agreed to move. So I was surprised <laughs> they agreed to move, um, but they did. And so they had been living there for the last year. Gosh, it wasn't even a year. I don't think. And then my aunt has gotten really bad. Like she's has dementia and she's gotten really bad. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but 
his funeral was pushed out because they had to transport him back. You know, they buried him in California. So they had to do that. Um, so we go out to Tennessee. We're there for a couple of days. We have grandpa's funeral. Um, like the next day, we're just trying to get things together. And then on the, so grandpa's service was on Friday. Yeah. You guys were there for like five days. Yeah. Yeah. So his service is on Friday on Sunday. Jason gets a call from his mom and his aunt passed away. His it's his uncle's. So his mom's brother, um, his wife passed away and that was really out of nowhere. Like she's 58 years old. Um, like I think still we're like, it's still like kind of not real. I think even though, you know, we did the viewing and we did the burial and everything. It's still, it's just like unreal because it was just out of nowhere. So we went to Tennessee. We come back. We're here for like three days. And then we go to South Dakota and that, that was rough. Um, because, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but, um, it was hard because I felt like Jason wouldn't let himself cry. Like he, I don't know. Did Tony ever, was Tony like that? Like where he just kind of built a wall Um, I think he tried to be so strong in both situations that they were, that we were in. And I feel like, um, I don't know if he ever held back trying to like from crying. I think he did try to be strong. Um, I feel like. I feel like it's so hard when you're trying to take care of things. Mm -hmm. I mean, you said it. It's like you have to give yourself time to grieve. Yeah. Because I feel like you're trying to take care of so much that you don't allow yourself to just be sad. Yeah. You know, because you're go, go, go and do, do, do. And things need to be handled. And so someone's got to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that for the most part, he was, he was pretty open about. That's good. I think he's better with his emotions than Jason. Is, I think though. he is just too. like yeah. on a normal yes, basis. I, I agree. You know, Jason's very, he is very, I don't think he knows how to, handle emotions you know there's as he's getting older I do see him cry over they like things get to him more like you know commercials and those types of things 
but I think I've seen him cry like three times. You know what I mean? And he did cry, but it was like he put off saying goodbye to his uncle at the funeral because he was like, I'm going to break down. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you need to go. Like, you need to do it because he hadn't let himself do it. Mm -hmm. And so he did a little bit. And I told his mom, um, because at the cemetery, um, that his aunt was buried in his grandma and grandpa there. And so I was like, Jason got out to go and make like find their headstones. And so I was like, you need to get your son to have a good cry because I know he's just holding it in and that's not good. You know, it's not good for anyone. So that was, that was all in like a two and a half weeks span. And then we got back into town on Tuesday from South Dakota. And on Friday, we had my uncle's funeral. Yeah. And so January was just a sucky time for us. Um, it was just a lot all like compacted into such a short window, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, thankfully, you know, like you said, you, you don't know what it's like to lose a parent. I'm so thankful. Oh yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm, but it doesn't, it I mean, it still hurts. And yeah. I feel like, yeah, of course. You know, I feel like there's just so many different steps and there's so many different elements. And I think that, um, you know, I love that you had a different relationship with your grandpa that he could come out and stay a few weeks and he could joke with the boys Mm -hmm. and he could whatever. And they, they learned a little bit from him. Yeah. Um, every time he came out. Mm-hmm. And there's no other time. Uh, I mean, especially it's just it's it's predominant. I think after you lose someone that you're going, I should have spent more time. Yeah, I should have. Like, yeah, you just you just can't help have this right. But um, but I think I think for the most part, I think we try. I think so. And I think it's hard not to, you know, I had a few breakdowns in Tennessee, um, feeling like I wasn't like, I wasn't a good granddaughter and I did make mistakes, you know, and we all did. <laughs> I know we all did. I, it's just like those things really stand out then mm-hmm. of course, you know? And so then I'm hurting because I'm like, gosh, like, why wasn't I different? And my brother's like, you were 14 years old. Like, yeah, you were 14. You really can't hold. But I'm like, but those are the things you remember, you know, and those are the things that really stand out. Um, But I think it is, 
it is just important to, you just have to enjoy those moments. And I feel like nowadays we're so busy with whether it's stuff that we're doing or whether we're on our phone or what, what have you that we are in the moment, you know, like I do feel like at least when my grandpa was here, it wasn't ever like, like it wasn't like, Oh, I have to hang out with him or, you know, something like that. Um, so I am thankful that at least when he was here and we did hang out and stuff like that, I did feel present in that because I think it's very easy not to be present. Yeah. You know, there are just so many distractions and I don't know. I just think, I think that's important. I think it's important for you to realize when you are going through it, allow yourself to grieve. You need to, um, and, and like, it's also okay to just be like, okay, like sometimes I think that like grieving is a, is a process. Yeah. And for sure. sometimes it hits you harder later. Yeah. Than I think a lot of times it does because in the beginning you are go, go, go. And yeah, it's trying to get things. Yeah. Trying to get things settled. Mm -hmm. You've got all of this and all of it's happening. And then, and then things start to slow down. Right. And then you're sitting in your emotions. Well, and then everyone goes away. Right. And it's just you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like I told, so at Jason's aunt's funeral, there were so many flowers, so many flowers. And I was sitting there and I told Jason, like, we need to do something for your uncle later, you know, because right now everyone's offering things and doing this and doing that. But in a couple of weeks, those things start to slow down, you know? So I'm like, even if it's just a little something, like just so he knows we're thinking of him, you know? But I'm like, we should do it later. Because, yeah, that is when things do start to get rough because then you're in it like it's really settling in. Well, to say we had a um, hard end and first of the year Mm -hmm. is an understatement. You really had, um, I mean, I had a beginning of 2020 and then an ending, which was difficult yeah um, of 2021 but yeah you know you also had a tough go it was like just tough all the way around yeah um but we're almost a year into this and I will tell you I think that um I I appreciate you sharing a little bit about your grandpa and what um you didn't say about your grandpa is that he may have been a badass. He was. He really was. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't share. He was um, in the army and he, yeah, he was a badass. He had a silver star. He had a bronze star. He turned down a purple heart and 
yeah, he had some crazy story. He didn't talk a lot about it. Um, but like he shared some things with my brothers and, you know, like we didn't, we didn't even know he had a silver star up until like, I think six years ago or something because he just, he didn't talk about it, you know, but yeah, he was, he was pretty big badass. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) And, um, you know, I, I, I looking at your guys's relationship, I appreciate it because I feel like you just always made yourself available when you could. And you may not think that and you may regret not going out more and not taking your kids more and not spending more time with him, whatever. But you did make an attempt and you did try and you did your best. And at the time, that's what your best was. And it may be different than what it is today, but it doesn't mean it wasn't still your best. Yeah. And when someone passes, I think it's very easy to go back and say, I should have did this. I should have done that. I should have said this. I should have made more time, 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 because that time creates memories. Right. right? Exactly. Um, But I think that, um, I mean, I, I, I think that there's only so much more you can do. Yeah. We do the and best I, that we can. We can. And, you know, like you have, you have those memories of his mom and his sister and things that, you know, I'm sure there are regrets and there, but in reality it is, you know, we mm-hmm. really can't change any of it. No. And we had amazing people in our lives and we had amazing relationships and yeah, things could have been different, but things were still good. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was still good. And we still have those things to hold on to. Absolutely. So yeah, it's been rough. You know, we've, this winter has not been the best for no, Ash and P. No, it hasn't. <laughs> um, but that's okay. We're going to get through it because yeah. that is that is what it's about. It's mm-hmm. it's confiding in each other and and surviving the day and conquering the day and knowing there's tomorrow and yeah. we can make it better tomorrow and we will make the most of our memories of what we have today. Yes, absolutely. So thank you for sharing about your family members. Well, thank you. You've been gone for a while and I'm glad mm-hmm. you were able to share and and talk about your family and Yeah. You too. And we'll have more, mm-hmm. you know, some other stuff, but um we do appreciate you guys listening in. Sorry for all the sadness. I know. But we just wanted to let you guys know when what we were on. missing, it wasn't just us not being here. It nope. It, it was, was our life. family. It was yeah. Life. It yeah. Was family. Yeah. So, so thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for swapping with us. Segment music by Callie Grace. For more of Callie Grace's hits, follow Callie Grace on iTunes and Spotify today.